0: Hey, everybody, Saul Marquez with the Outcomes Rocket. I want to welcome you back to our podcast. Today, I have the privilege of hosting yet again uh, an amazing individual, great contributor in healthcare, Barry Davis. Barry is the Chief Growth Officer at Avalon Healthcare Solutions and in his role uh he is responsible for growing the company's revenues and services through a national business development strategy he has 30 plus years of healthcare experience working with and serving health plans prior to avalon he was senior vice president of health health plan segment at Rx and has held various different roles at companies like united health group just an extraordinary individual. And I wanna welcome him back to the podcast. Barry, so glad to be back with you. Salt, thank you very much. Thanks for having me back. Uh, good to see you again. Likewise, likewise. So I'm excited to just catch up, you know, um, and, and really kind of help people that haven't had a chance to to meet you yet. Let's level set for them first. So, so what is it that got you involved in, in healthcare? What inspires your work, Barry?
1: You know, as you said, uh, now thirty-four years, uh, my career, and all in healthcare. I started at a health plan, and I did twenty-five years in the PBM industry across four top-tier PBMs, and now six years at Avalon. And for my entire career, healthcare has always, you know, and even before me, you know, healthcare has always been important in the U.S. The the dialogue on improving clinical outcomes making it more affordable. And for me personally, um, my family doesn't have very good genes. So my my mother passed away from cancer after within seven months of diagnosis at 63. My father had two heart attacks in his 60s and a, a debilitating stroke at 70. Um, so it's kind of personal too that I'm, I, I feel that I'm I have great purpose in the work that I do. I'm you know in my corner of the the world, I'm trying to make things better, uh, better clinical outcomes, help help make it more affordable. So I'm trying to make a difference.
0: Uh, Barry, well, look, man. I, I appreciate you sharing that. and it's personal, right? And I think for everyone, healthcare is personal. Uh, and, and so you know, let's let's definitely hone in on how that personal experience you've had. Uh, has translated into the work you do at Avalon. So uh, help us understand, what is it that you guys at Avalon are helping solve with with innovation?
1: Yeah, Avalon is a lab benefit manager. And when you look at lab testing, it it somewhat flies under the radar, but it is the number one utilized medical benefit. There are 14 billion tests in the U.S. performed annually. And then, you know, COVID helped shine a light on testing, putting on the news every day. Um, and the testing drives 70% of medical decisions. And, and I think it's kind of obvious when you step back, we all go to the doctor, you get a test and that leads to the conversations and the follow-up. And so that's great, great stuff going on and advances in in the science, but also brings big challenges. The laboratory science is exploding. And that's across routine and genetic testing. When you look at the, and that drives greater utilization and greater spend, um, you know, just looking up some of the Medicare numbers in 2021, Medicare spent $9.3 billion on lab testing. That was a 17% increase from the prior year. Then, when you know, I looked it up from the last time we spoke in twenty twenty, there were about seventy five thousand genetic tests on the market. Then, today, it's about one hundred and seventy five thousand tests. So, when I talk about the explosion in science, so Mm -hmm. more than doubling in that period, it's about ten new genetic tests coming to the market almost every day. So that's some of that's good news, you know, new innovation in testing, and that's driving advances. But a major challenge is. The, all the stakeholders can't keep up with the science, and doctors can't keep up with the training. And doctors would tell you they don't know what genetic test to order. So, to help people get the right, you know, to, to that point about leading to your medical decisions, you got to have the right test. Otherwise, you're going down the wrong path. And then, overall, for all of the testing, up to 30% of the testing. Is inappropriate or unnecessary, you know, tied to what I just said for genetics and then also for a lot of waste and abuse that goes on in routine testing.
0: Yeah, it's a, uh, uh, you know, great opportunity to dig into this, uh, Barry. And, and the numbers don't lie. The number of genetic tests out there, uh, it's interesting to, to, to sort of think of this space as the highest utilized space benefit. Yeah. And, and, and and who's impacted by, by this mostly, right? Like, because there's an adverse effect. Is it employers that are most being hurt? Is it health systems? Is it the health plans that are paying more than they should? Talk to us about
1: that. Yeah, it's a good question. And I, and I think it starts with the patient. Um, all, all those stakeholders are impacted, as you said. But the patient is trying to get the best care. So get the right test. And then with all this waste, they're paying more. And so many people, so many stories out there where they're saying, I can't afford healthcare. So they're not even getting the testing. So we're, we're trying to address all of that. We're trying to improve the outcomes, help you get the right test and remove the waste and abuse that happens throughout routine and genetic testing um, we're, we're driving 8 to 20% savings, reduction in outpatient lab testing through our solutions. For, to give, you know, to put some numbers to that, for a million lives, that's 12 to 36 million in annual savings coming out of the system that goes right into the patient's pocket, um, the payers, the, whether it's the employer or the health plan, which then helps reduce premium costs um and just make the whole system more affordable, and I can you know dive in and give a couple of examples of you. Though.
0: I would love that. Yeah, like I, I, that's very meaningful. So, how do you? It, it, I imagine there's a navigation component. Help us understand, you know, how that how that works.
1: Yeah. Love an example. Yeah, I think we talked about this last time, but it's I think it's worth repeating. It was, I was fascinated to learn when I joined Avalon six years ago that the labs all get to define their panels themselves. So what does that mean? It means there's no consistency. I, I thought when I would go to get my cholesterol checked and the doctor's ordering lipid panel, I thought that meant there's consistency. The test should be the same. And I thought the cost would be the same. Like it didn't really matter where I went, but the labs and, and they're able to do this. They, they get to define their panels themselves and they call it, that's their proprietary information, what they put in there. And so what we're doing in Avalon is we use the science. We have evidence-based lab policies that defines what should be in the panels. And then we apply that through routine testing in an automated fashion and in genetic testing through automation and some prior authorization to bring consistency. So it doesn't matter where you go.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, the labs are smart. The labs are very good companies and they do very good testing, and they're smart. You know, the the doctors all complain that they don't have enough time and more administrative work is harmful for them. So the labs make it easy, check one box for a panel, lipid panel. And then we define the science, the science defines what should be in there, which is kind of straightforward for cholesterol testing, your HDL, your LDL, triglycerides and total cholesterol. But the labs will have subfractionated HDL or LDL in that panel, which the doctor's not ordering and is unnecessary. It's got no clinical value. It's not helping the doctor make their decision on your therapy. And then they'll sometimes, you know, a a key abuser of the, is where they put vitamin D test in a lot of panels and there's no diagnosis code for it. So our program through the policies and our proprietary software, looks at the claim, post-service, prepayment, and then denies the extra units, denies payment for those extra units that were unnecessary, that had no clinical value. Um, and so therefore, helping the doctor, helping the patient and with outcomes and save money. Um, then also on the genetic side, talked about the growth, in in testing. And again, back when we last spoke in 2020, genetics represented 10% of the outpatient spend. Well, now that's 30%. So an explosion in the number of tests and the utilization, and these are high cost tests. Um, It's predicted that genetic spend is gonna go from 4 billion in 2020 to 10 billion in 2027. And a key challenge in genetic testing is those 175,000 tests in the system are represented by only 500 CPT codes that are used to submit the claim and process the claim. So you really when, when the health plan is processing the claim or trying to evaluate uh, a prior authorization, they have no idea, they don't really know what the test is. So they can't make the best decision or it creates a lot more manual work to do the prior auth, to do outbound phone call, to talk to the doctor, get more information from the doctor and lab, to, just to process the claim, to uh, do their prior auth and process the claim. And so we've been addressing that through a partnership with a company called Palmetto GBA, which, For the Medicare fee for service over 10 years ago, established a proprietary program called Muldex that assigns unique codes to the genetic test. They call it a Z code. Hmm. And that gives it a one to one who's the lab? What is the test? And they also do test validation and quality checks. Is it a good test? Out of these 175,000 genetic tests, they're not all good tests. They're not, you know, Just because somebody markets a test doesn't mean it's a good test. right? Um, And so that Z code acts like in in the pharmacy world, like an NDC code, NDC number, to give it a one-to-one so you know what the test is and you can now do more with it.
0: Hmm. That's really fascinating. Uh, Taking it, you know, sort of from the last example to the first one, Barry, you're allowing payers whether it, it patients, you know, employers, the opportunity to 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 distinguish and differentiate what a particular test is uh, in an automated way that then could help them make the right decisions for patients, uh, and, 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 and that's really cool. I didn't know there was 175,000 tests in
1: the market. That's crazy. Yeah, and 10 new tests almost every day. Every day. Every
0: oh my gosh, and then also... Stat, the, the stat about where it is and where it's going from four billion to to twenty billion, I think you said, is is, is, is just just staggering. Only ten billion, but still. Oh, it's ten staggering. billion. <laughs> Only, <laughs> but still, that's huge, that's right? Staggering. Um, if uh, if there's an opportunity to to really, you know, uh, do something about something that could get out of control like that, I think now's the time. Uh so certainly very cool that you're doing that and then uh and, and then thinking about the standardization of 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 how you know labs uh, do their particular panels um it sounds like it's to the back end where you know once the once the panels done you take a, a evidence based approach to help a payer say hey thanks, but uh, we're going to pay for these because those other ones don't align to the care pathway that we have in place. So two really great opportunities for savings
1: and great care. Exactly. And I think everybody would say this and agree in healthcare, we should be practicing evidence-based care, but it's, it's not as easy to, to implement. And you know, all the stakeholders from the physicians to the labs to the health plans, it's hard to keep up with it. It's changing rapidly. And that's where you need technology yeah. to help you, um, to give you that information. And because, you know, again, COVID is a, a simple example. You look at the science every month, every quarter, the science is, was changing during the pandemic and our policy was changing with it. Um, there's different testing for COVID, and the labs were promoting. Um, you know, testing to just see if you had the the antibodies, and and you should never really run a test unless you know what you're going to do with it, the results. So it's like nice to know those results, and you paid for it, but now what? Now what? Exactly. So so the evidence based, and we have a library of 135 evidence based lab policies for routine and genetic testing, and uh, we have an independent clinical advisory board made up of, of physicians that run uh, academic labs, Cleveland Clinic, Yale New Haven Hospital, University of Washington, Harborview Medical Center, um, that review and have to prove the policies. So it's there's nothing financial in the policies. It's all evidence-based science. And our number one job is to make sure the policies stay up to date. Every policy gets reviewed on a quarterly basis or whenever the science changes, and then bring the tools the software, the automation, prior authorization to manage and administer those policies for the health plans and the members. That's
0: fantastic, Barry. You know, and and a, and a question that that our our listeners might be thinking about, I'm thinking about it, is yeah. scalability, right? So this all sounds great, Barry, but how does a solution like this get embedded into an enterprise wide? Uh, a solution
1: that could work and not break. You know, when I started with Avalon in 2017, we had two customers, two health plans, Blue Cross of South Carolina and Blue Cross of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to to tell you, we now have over 30 health plan clients in that nice. six years. That growth, and we now cover 38 plus million members. Congrats! So I, I share that. Thank you very much. And See and me. it's you know, great work by the team, by Avalon and and our partnership with the health plans. And I share that, you know, A, for the success story, but B, to help tell the story about the scalability. It does require connecting our software into the health plan medical claim processing system to do the automation and basically almost real time. uh, They get a lab claim, they send it to us. They must in less than a second, get their advice back to pay, reduce, or deny, and why, with the policy stamped on it. Um, so great work by both health plans and Avalon to build those connections um, and to to you know scale it. it. It's you know the technology is great today. Um, you know using cloud based technology. As we keep growing, it's a lot simpler today than it was in early in my career. Um, you know to have all the servers that you need. Uh, to support it, and um, uh, you know, we're we're looking to double in size, and uh, you know, sixty health plans and eighty million lives—that's uh, where we're we're shooting for.
0: But look, Barry, with the with the outcomes that you're producing, both financial and medical outcomes, uh, I hope you 10x your business because uh, this type of of uh, Reduction is is critical if, if if healthcare is going to be sustainable in our country. Um, you, look, very unique value proposition. Uh, you've highlighted that. If you think of one healthcare trend or technology that's going to change
1: health and care as we know yeah. it, what would you say that is? I think it's the earlier identification of a disease. And genetic testing is playing one role in that. That's one of the positives of the innovation, um, new blood testing to identify cancers and earlier. And then at, so that's fantastic. And then at Avalon, we also have a solution that we call lab values management, where we, we take the test results, the lab values, and, and digitize that. And it's not easy to digitize lab results and then be able to use it in your data analytics. We're doing that. And then we can, uh, we're focused on chronic kidney disease and, and oncology today. We can look at the lab values and determine somebody in stage one, two, or three earlier in the process. And I think pretty straightforward the earlier you identify the disease, the earlier you can take action, manage it, lead to better outcomes. You know, we're at stage one or two versus stage four or five um, to get better care and improve the results. So we're doing a lot in that space now, um, and we call it lab values management. And, and so that's I, you know, and we're not the you know between the the genetic testing. I think there's some great stuff going on to uh, to lead to that.
0: Well, that's great, Barry, and and uh, you know the promise of, of, of prevention is, is huge. And at the same time, the weight of, of the numerous tests out there could be overwhelming. So I think it's really cool that, you know, there's an opportunity with Avalon for, for, for folks that want to embrace the science that they do it in a, in a, in a, really in a, in a, tried and true way that that does the one-to-one matching with the test and helps you sift through what could be very confusing. So awesome example there. Um look, this it, it's always great to talk to you. Like I'm always learning something new from you and, and I know the listeners are too talk to us about what you want our listeners to walk away with, a closing thought. And then the best place the listeners could get in touch with you, your
1: team at Avalon. A little repetitive, but you know, the, the growth that we've had, I think summarizes the story, you know, and I appreciate your comments uh, about the solutions and the innovation and and the evidence-based medicine, science and medicine, and very proud of the partnerships that we've formed with some great health plans that have embraced exactly what you've said and leading to that, that growth to bring those outcomes, better care and helping drive healthcare affordability to, you know, across 38 million lives now. Um, Again, back to what I opened with, you know, driving purpose. Those are the things that I look for in my career to do. And it's, you know, you could work hard at something that you believe in and you don't always get the results. So I'm, I'm very thankful and very proud that we are getting those results and outcomes. We've had clients do press release Uh, Blue Cross of North Carolina did a press release on exactly that. And those are hard to get, you know, customers appreciate what you're doing, but to get them to put it in writing and and to do a press release, that takes lots of reviews and approvals and, uh, you know, but they are so passionate about it as well. Uh, So kudos to them, those kind of organizations, those are the kind of partners we're looking for that want to drive that difference, do it based on the science, improve outcomes and make healthcare more affordable. And so I thank our partners I thank everyone at Avalon for the hard work and the, the lab expertise that we're bringing to the table. Um, and then I think you asked me, you know, where can people reach me? Um, obviously, they can go to our website, uh, which is avalonhcs.com. Great resources out there. Uh, we produce the industry's only lab trend report that gives you a lot more detail on on the, the industry and the space. And then to reach me personally, uh, email me at Barry. at AvalonHCSHealthcareSolutions. dot and I'd love to hear from you. Um, let me know what you thought of the podcast, and uh, if you have any questions that I can help you with. Barry, thank you so much, folks. Take Barry up
0: on an opportunity to connect, because now is the time. And and one thing I, I share with y'all on this podcast is that outcomes whether it's business success or health outcomes start with action so so barry i want to thank you for taking action on this podcast today being here with us and a call to action for everybody listening take action don't stop at listening if you're gonna blast off on the rocket you gotta take action so reach out to barry make your outcomes show by your action barry thanks for being with us today so thank you
1: (laughs)